Welcome back to the Football Fig Nuts podcast. I'm Cinch, in for Brett. And I'm Craig. And he's in for Craig. I'm in for myself. Cinch, what episode is is this? Season 5, episode 8, number 202 overall. Crazy. Suck it, everybody who didn't think we'd reach 202. That's right, damn it. Damn them. How are you, sir? I haven't talked to you in a week. Things are great. Let, let's get down to the important business. Craig, what are you drinking? So tonight, and I apologize. I opened this already because I wanted to. Um, so this is a beer by Northway Brewing Company once again. Uh, this is Double Sunrise. It is a double um, IPA. It is, uh, let's see, 9%. It has an IBU of 55. So there's. What's... it's pretty smooth for a double. It's not it's not dry at all, so it's very easy to drink, which I notice I say that a lot about a lot of double IPAs, <laughs> and that's a very dangerous thing because you can easily drink one of these and then you forget that it's nine percent and then you order more and then there you go. So maybe you have a drinking problem. <laughs> this double's really easy to drink. <laughs> this one right here, that one was easy too. So it's a double sunrise just like Tatooine in Star Wars. Uh, so what are double, you what are you drinking? Double sound sunrise sounds so light. It really does, and like there's a picture, there's like a drawing of of Lake George. I'm assuming because that's where they are with some trees and water, and the sun's coming up. And you would think it'd be like a lighter, you know, evening beer. I guess is the right word to say, or morning. Well, I don't want to say morning beer, but yeah, but it's not. <clears throat> All right, I just cracked mine open. Nice. And what is it? It is September, so I've gone pumpkin. Uh-oh. So I am drinking New Holland Ichabod Pumpkin Ooh. Ale. Oh, I always, I do this every year. I try to make a list of pumpkin beers I haven't had, and I try to find them. But the problem is so many places don't let you buy just one can. It's very hard because I don't want to buy like a six-pack or four-pack of something and me not like it. Uh, but how is it? Uh, I have not. I'm trying to read the can. Oh, okay. This was uh, brewed and canned in Holland, Michigan. Oh, okay. So it's not an overseas and beer. They, All right, good, good. Small batches. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm a little annoyed that beer cans never tell you what's going on. Mm. You know? I got the Surgeon General warning. I, yeah, I'm not legally, pregnant, so I'm not worried about it. They legally have to put that it. there. Um, <clears throat> I think legally they have to put the um, percentage on the can, I believe. Uh, this is good. That, yeah, so good. Tastes so like now, beer. <clears throat> so now, does it taste like? So as far as pumpkin beers go, does it taste pumpkin, pumpkin spicy, or is it cinnamon e, or is it like um, pumpkin pie, or is it, me, you don't get any of that? You just I, get like, I really I get very little pumpkin. I, I you know what you get pumpkin on the aftertaste after a couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. To me. To me, maybe the the pumpkin pie without the sweetness, hmm. but drinking drinking it, it just tastes like a really light, smooth beer. Hmm. All right, nice, nice. This nice. one is easy to drink. <laughs> that, wait, well, how, what's the percentage of it? 
Uh, it's a hundred percent easy to drink. <laughs> it's twelve percent. <laughs> I'm stalling as I look on the can. <laughs> it is four point five percent alcohol. All right. See now that so, is an easy that, drinking beer. That that makes sense that it would be easy to drink. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Uh, yeah, it's finally a month ending in ER, so um, you know I'll be able to have Rosemary's baby. Hopefully at the, at the draft, because the last couple of years, that's where I've had it first, because they've always had it on draft. But this place that our draft is at is under new management, so I don't know if it's going to be there, but hopefully it will be. Yes, exciting, exciting. <clears throat> this exciting. beer that I got today, I went to my secret place nice. here in the city <laughs> that I live in, mm. and I, I asked the fine uh, owner behind the counter there if he had any pumpkin beer. He took me into the back of the store where I, I worried about being mugged and raped. <laughs> oh, no. Because it's th- a different this, strokes episode. <laughs> this this wasn't like coming to the cooler. This was like follow me into this dark room. Oh and then dear. boxes and cans and bottles everywhere. And then he showed me these five or six different kind of pumpkin that he said they weren't going to put out for another week or so. Oh. So I grabbed a couple of six packs and thanked him and ran out of the back. <laughs> was it, were at least the lights on? No, it was really dark and scary. <laughs> was anyone else in the store? No. <laughs> Are you and sure when, that you were in a liquor store? <laughs> we we came out of the back room and there were two people wait, waiting at the counter like, where the hell is the guy that owns this place? <laughs> so they were nice. They didn't leave. They waited. Oh, good. All right. All right. That's good. That's all right, then. (laughs) It all worked out, and I got pumpkin beer. Nice. And that's all that matters. Yes. Good. Good. Excellent. All right. So now, yeah, on to some burning hot takes. Uh, You know, everyone's having either had their draft or is having a draft very, very soon. So, you know, we're going to get into a little bit more draft stuff um, later on, but we'll go with the burning hot takes right now. So would you like to give or receive, sir? You go ahead. You uh, you, you give. You, you seem ready. Okay. So I will give this, and we'll have to talk about the elephant in the room with the weird silly hat. Uh, Cam Newton was cut by the Patriots. Yay! <laughs> and see, that, that was going to be my question as you being one of the resident um, Patriot fans. I want to know your, your thoughts on Cam and if you think Cam's going to wind up with a job what? anywhere else in the NFL. As a QB. My thoughts on Cam. He was terrible last year. Too many times he just held the ball too long. Too many times he bounced the ball or threw just behind the receiver. It was just terrible. So can he have a job somewhere? Yes, I think somewhere. Maybe the Texans. If he wants to be a backup, I I really like him with the the Ravens. Uh, An offense like that. I don't know. What do you think? Um, so, well, do you think he, him as a player, do you think he can be a backup somewhere? I don't think he's going to want to back anyone up. I think he's he wants the starting job. Well, I think the Patriots had to cut him because if you have Cam in the room and a rookie starting, anytime the rookie makes a mistake, he's going to be looking over his shoulder. Are they going to bring in Cam now? So right. they and, and in fact, the Patriots released Brian Hoyer and right now, uh, Mac is the only quarterback on the roster. So uh, it's him or nothing. probably a bad thing, no? <laughs> well, 
They'll make it work. Um, could it look if Cam goes in and says, I am the backup here. Yes, he could. He could definitely be a backup. Uh, it's just I don't think Cam's Cam's personality has always been in college. He was like the best there was. Mm-hmm. Then he made it to the pros. And for a good part of the time he was playing, he was among the best that there was. And just watching him play last season, he took away from the running backs when you got down close because he just wanted to be the guy to get the touchdown. So I think you're going to see an immediate jump for Damian Harris where he's going to get, I mean, he was there with Sony Michelle last year. So you kind of have to adjust where you think he'll be. But I think the running backs will get a boost from not having Cam steal their touchdown. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> oh, so quick aside about about Harris. Is that why all of your Patriot friends are trying to trade for him in our dy- <laughs> in our dynasty league? Like Look, I, I'm getting need- I'm getting trades for like Harris for for Mooney. Like I have yeah, that was I, me. I, I have that was you? No. Just that was me. <laughs> Well, Mooney, second year guy. I'm hearing a lot of promising things about him. <laughs> but I have He's like eight fields. receivers. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying, if you're gonna trade a Patriot, trade the Patriot to me. I don't that's think fair. I have no, one on my roster. Really? I don't think I have one. Did you do that on purpose? Um or did I want to do you just I, not want Patriots on your team? I want to win. Fair. The Patriots the Patriots from last season didn't really give me a reason to go out and draft them. That's so, a fair assessment. I am very optimistic with Mac Jones. I'm not saying the Patriots are winning the division, going to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying I think they have a quarterback. You okay. need a quarterback. That's so <laughs> that we'll is see where key. we go from here. That's key. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, I and think... Bill... Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. I was just going to say, yeah, I don't... I think Cam is going to wind up on another team, but I, I don't know. I he, I really think he needs to be the starter in his head, and I really don't think that, you know, I don't think he can sit on the bench, really. So I'm, you think he'll sit out there and wait for an injury? An injury or say he's like someone in, in Minnesota winds up on the COVID list and they need a quarterback. <laughs> I'm just saying it could happen. Oh, if you if you have part of Justin Jefferson, you do not want Cam Newton going there. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you would want their tight end. <laughs> you don't. If you have anything to do with the Vikings, you don't want Cam Newton going there. Yeah. All right. So, what do you get? What do you got for me? Okay. So, building off of the Mac Jones question, my burning hot take question to you is: mm-hmm. At the end of this season, mm-hmm. which rookie quarterback? will have the most touchdowns. So you've got Trevor Lawrence, you've got Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, Fields, and Mac Jones. Ooh, Who has the most touchdowns? That is an interesting question. Um, wow. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Zach Wilson. Okay. That's, that's a good I guess. He, in preseason, it really seemed like he clicked with everyone on the offense. And again, it's preseason. I know that. But I just feel like out of all the rookies, he was clicking the most with his offense. Uh, and like I've said before, Jacksonville is a giant mess. And I followed a team that's been a giant mess that's drafted rookies 
it's I don't I don't know. I don't think it's going to go well for him, <laughs> at least this season. How about well, I you? just want to I just want to point out that you you picked the guy on the Jets and said the other team was a big mess. <laughs> that's true. Well, the, I did the Jets are a mess. I think that's uh, a good well, guess. I mean, we'll compare. And, to, I'm just comparing them to Jacksonville at their current state that they're in. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, Troy Aikman is on your side. I'm not sure if you you saw what I Aikman did, had to I did say. Not. I did not. Aikman said, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't have it in front of me. Sure. Something like Zach Wilson is a top five quarterback in the league. Within, I think, I don't know if he said within a couple of years or by the end of the year, mm. but he is very high on Zach Wilson or he's very high. I don't know. Uh, I think that depends on the day. That probably depends on the day. Uh, wh- who do you think? Uh, yours was a good guess. I think Lance won't play enough. Yep. I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I don't want to be That's the fair. Patriot. And banging and I don't, for I, Mac Jones. I don't know if Fields is going to Well, he's going to play, but I don't know. I guess that's more of a Sean question. <clears throat> uh, I, you know, he's got a lot of promise. If it were me on draft night, I would have traded up like the Bears did to draft him over Mac Jones. Now, sometimes the best trades made are the ones you don't make. True. And maybe Mac turns out to be better. I Who knows? I'm just saying I'm happy I got a quarterback. <laughs> I'm happy I could I could deal with a rookie throwing the ball into the ground, yeah. holding the ball too long, taking a sack, because then six weeks from now he should be better. When you got a 32-year-old quarterback doing it, if he's doing it at 32, he's going to be doing it 32 in six weeks. True, true. So what, what do you think? So just going back to the cam thing really quick. What do you, as a Patriot fan, what do you think did it for Bill letting him go? Was there something that happened? Like, I didn't watch any of the Patriots preseason. Like, I saw every snap. Did, was Cam just horrible? Was, is there, are they it, basing this off know, of last year? Did, you know? It's funny. I think it's more that Mac outplayed him than it is Cam doing anything wrong. Cam looked pretty good in the, in the preseason. He, he started all three games. The funny thing is, in I think two of the games, he was just in for one drive, and then they pulled him out. Huh. Okay. So, I mean, Mac, Mac played a lot in the preseason. And then Brian Hoyer would take the fourth quarter while everybody else had a drink and sat down. <laughs> so I, I just think I, – I don't think you could say uh, Cam was gone because of COVID for those five days, and that did it. I don't think any one thing did it other than – here we had Cam last year, and he was seven and eight as a starter. He only had eight touchdown passes in fifteen games. This guy has got to be better than him. I, I don't even know why they brought Cam back, but I guess you needed somebody there. Right. So yeah, I just think Mac was better. Okay. No, that's fair. Like I said, I did not see any of the Patriots preseason, so I just wanted to know like what you know what you thought they based that on. Okay, so my uh, second burning hot take involves another quarterback who was a rookie. Actually, weren't they all rookies at one point? Uh, <clears throat> this quarterback is in Miami. Uh, his name is Tua. And Brian Flores today said that he was adamant that he, I don't know how to be much clearer, clearer I can be. I don't know how much clearer I can be. I just feel like that's the wrong sentence. But anyway, that Tua is his quarterback. For me, watching Tua's career in Miami, 
I feel like Miami drafted him because they felt like they had to. Like he dropped to them and they were like, we have to draft him. And I think ever since he's been in Miami, Miami's had zero plan for him. I just feel like the whole that whole offense is just lost. So I just want to know your your take well, on that situation in Miami. I can't believe that I have to come out and defend my AFC East <laughs> opponent quarterback. Here's what I would say. Yeah. Last season, they drafted him. He's coming off this major hip operation. He said he was good to go. He was a rookie. He probably wasn't good to go, but he didn't want to tell him that. They tailored the whole offense around Fitzpatrick. And then when they pulled Fitzpatrick, they had the opposite offense for what they needed for Tua. So Tua's in there with the offensive coordinator Taylor made for, for Fitzpatrick and all of the receivers that were running patterns that Fitzpatrick liked. So he was off to a rough start right there. Mm-hmm. And then this year, you, you can't trust anything by preseason because everyone says either this guy's in the best shape of his career or this guy is a disaster. So you can't trust it. But I would be optimistic going into this season. And I think the reason the coach came out and said that is because the rumors kicked up that Deshaun Watson, that Miami is the front runner, they're going to acquire him. And I just think the Texans are insane asking for three ones and I think two or three twos for a guy that the FBI is investigating and 22 lawsuits. And mm-hmm. so that's where I am. That's why I think uh, the coach said what he said. Okay. Yeah, no, that's, that's totally fair. Like I said, I just, I just feel like they, they had no plan in their head, like what to do with him when they drafted him. And I just feel like it's, it's starting to show. And I honestly don't know if he's going to be there. Actually, I don't know if Tua or Brian Flores is going to be there at the end of this season. For next season oh flores will flores is an excellent up-and-coming coach he, he's in no no danger but you think tua may not be the quarterback next season well it's Possibly. hard to say he he is a guy who's had injuries every year in college so true true if he has another bad injury the team might say look we can't wait for him anymore we've got to get it go out and get somebody right right no i think uh, i think you have a very good point all right. Have, have, yeah. Would you consider taking a caller or is that for another day? Um, we are going to definitely do that this season, <clears throat> but um, we'll definitely do it because I think there okay. might be a way for us to take callers, sort of, but we'll let you know. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. So this also was a week. Again, we're like our roundtable's done, our rankings were done. So we're just going to kind of free flow talking football whether that's fantasy or or just general football talk uh there was some other releases this week uh were any surprising to you surprising releases yeah um a little bit the cam newton one i i just expected uh him to be around other than that not really how about you any anyone stand out uh not really. I was kind of sad that the Bengals cut Moss, but then they actually signed him to the practice squad. So that was all right. I realize a lot of these cuts, a lot of the players wound up on the practice squad in a lot of places. I was actually mm-hmm. kind of surprised the Broncos cut Royce Freeman. I mean, a little bit because they have, uh, what's the rookie's name there now? Uh, <clears throat> Javante Williams. Thank you. If I got that right. 
they have him now, so I can see why they cut Royce, but I wasn't expecting them to, really. Uh, it's all good till Melvin Gordon gets hurt, and then you're relying on a rookie. That is true, but for some reason, Denver running backs usually always do decently, for at least for a while, till they get hurt. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to see yep, if there's yep. anyone else major. Uh, Dwayne Haskins is expected to make the Steelers um, roster. Actually, did he? Officially? He did. Officially. Okay, because he, right, he was right on the bubble of being cut. You know, I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to jump on the bandwagon of beating him up, but he, he was terrible in the preseason. Yeah. He wasn't good. He, Even Mike Tomlin said he wasn't good. <laughs> I, I can't understand why he made the, the roster, but you know, they know better than I do. How, how about this, Craig? Are there any named starting quarterbacks that jumped out at you? Name like, like that guy, uh, like, or do you mean? Well, what do you mean? No, no, fit like Fitzpatrick was named the starter. We all knew that was gonna oh, happen. well. I mean, that, we knew no point. We, like, you, you're not gonna, there is no way Ryan Fitzpatrick is not starting week one for a team in the NFL. That just, yes, that just happens. That's there's there's no choice. <laughs> so, like, Petty Bridgewater beat out Drew Locke in Denver. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? <sighs> I mean, I always, I always thought Drew Locke was going to do well, and unlike Denver running backs, for some reason, since Peyton Manning left, their quarterbacks have not been super at all. And Brock Osweiler curse. <laughs> no, I think it's a Peyton Manning curse. Well, they did sell their soul to the devil to win that last Super Bowl when Peyton was rolling the ball underhand and guys were catching it. That's true. That was. There was some Michael Jordan esque kind of plays um, that season. Michael Jordan played baseball better than Peyton <laughs> threw the ball in football in that year. Remember, he played baseball. <clears throat> Actually, oh, here then we'll go back to Cam again. Do you think Cam winds up in Denver, knowing knowing how the Broncos are with quarterbacks? No, the only thing that happens. He's not as good as those two guys. No wow, you in. you heard it here first, folks. He just Look, said I'll Drew Locke is better than Cam Newton. Cam Newton will not end up with the Colts because he's not as good as their top two or three guys. Wow. You heard it here, folks. Uh, let's see. who uh, Was there anyone else that got cut that was surprising to anyone? No, not really. I mean, there, there were a lot of known... Uh, you know, players' names that you knew that got cut. Right. But it's not like, no, it's no one that anyone in my leagues had on an active roster. Right. So you got a couple of big injuries this week with Irv Smith. He's done for the year after having surgery. Yep, and now Chris Chris Herndon, who was a Jet, is now Viking due to that. Mm-hmm. If he catches the ball, he could be a good tight end, but he's had a he... problem catching the ball. He's had an injury history, which then got into the illegal substance thing, and then he got hurt again. So he just did not have a good time in New York. So hopefully it it works out for him but in Minnesota. Just keep in mind, he's another guy that's escaped Adam Gase. So who this knows what true. could happen now? Yeah, he could be a true. pro bowler for all we know. <laughs> 
we have he's always had potential. Like we've always been fans of him, but yeah. Um, and yes. then also the Bengals released. Uh, t- well, they released one offensive lineman, and they traded uh, Billy Price to the Giants for B.J. Hill. So the Bengals get another uh, defensive end, which is good because they had an injury on their defensive line. Actually, and the big you know the big thing is I don't, when did that happen? When did the J.K. Dobbins thing happen? Was that last week? The week before? Uh, I think that was like Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, uh, that Thursday, because it was yeah, this that was week's after we recorded. Games. Yeah. Uh, so the Ra- like, do you think the Ravens are in trouble because he's out? No, no. He the Ravens. I I have a lot of respect for John Harbaugh. I think he's a really good coach. He'll find a way to make it work. They still have uh, Gus Edwards. They have Justice Hill. And they've got Lamar. Maybe Lamar runs it a little bit more than he was going to run it for. Right. So I, I think they're fine. They're a good, strong, solid team. Okay. <clears throat> Excellent. Uh, so were, you, were yeah. you trying to cause problems when you brought up the Bengals getting rid of offensive linemen? <laughs> because you know that's no. a touchy subject with me, and I'm not the Bengal fan. You are. <laughs> I know that. I know, but that. if there's a team that needed offensive linemen, it was the Bengals. It was, and... but they traded the one that's been hurt since he's gotten drafted. He's played, but he's been hurt a lot. And then the other one they let go. He's the one that missed the block on Burrow, which causes knee injury. So I'm okay. And Bobby Hart is gone, so it's all it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I like Joe Burrow. I would like to see him do well. They should have drafted Penny Sewell. The you mean the lowest ranked offensive lineman this preseason? That's who they should have drafted. Th- that's that's he's a rookie. <laughs> okay, I've got to I've got to trust. So we have a, we have a rookie. So then we have a rookie who we're gonna have be in charge of the possible savior of a franchise. I don't know. I don't think I don't think that's gonna work. <laughs> Only time will tell who's right here. This is true. This is this is very true. Uh, so do you have any fantasy stuff you want to discuss? I do have a question. Sure. Uh, if someone were to have a keeper league where you were to keep one player only, <laughs> and Gee, if that person, that? <laughs> I, I can only imagine, if that person had mm-hmm. to choose between two players, and really it's just these two players, okay, would, it, would this person want to keep A.J. Brown or Mike Davis? Because this person can only keep one of these two That's guys. That's true. That is true. My default uh, thought would be if everyone's keeping one player, <clears throat> which is very unique, everyone is mostly everyone is probably going to keep a running back. So maybe Mike Davis. And I know you're a fan of Mike Davis this season. Yes. Yes, big fan. <clears throat> so I would. I'm, really... I'm getting a little worried because I you? have too much, too many Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> they're not that good all you need is josh rosen and you're all set you'll have a full set <laughs> for some reason it seems like every time i have a draft it's like grab matt ryan he's good <laughs> he is a good fantasy quarterback and again we'll talk about more of this next week but there are players folks who are good outstanding nfl players and then there are other players who are good in the nfl but they're also very good fantasy players so it's totally different totally different thing input Nick Chubb's picture <clears throat> exactly or Tom Brady really and that's not a Tom Brady dig he's just you know no no I understand <laughs> I, 
I Fan- get it. Yeah. No, fancy wise, he's going to throw for 220 and two touchdowns. That doesn't really, that doesn't help anybody. I, I mean, <laughs> I did take it personally, but I understand. <laughs> so, yeah. Leading off of that, sure. I, I texted you this week and I had an idea. And so our idea was what fantasy football players have hurt your feelings in the past. Okay. So, so what guys would you not? So I, I tried to put together a starting fantasy lineup of players that I'll just never have again for several reasons, but I just wanted to start off. I'm going to throw a name at you. I drafted this guy with my first pick in a dynasty league. Okay. I drafted Andrew Luck. And about <laughs> three days later, he said, I quit. Well, let me tell you, that hurt uh, my feelings. That, okay. No, that's, that's totally fair. That's totally fair. That that killed my season, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's the captain of the players I will just never keep. I, I don't want a part of. Now, obviously, he's not playing, so he right. kind of did the same thing to me and said, you can't have me. But Right, right, right. So do, do you have any players off the top of your um, head you want to throw out there? So when I started playing fantasy around that time, this rookie running back out of Penn State uh, was drafted by the Bengals. And the first play of uh, preseason broke his knee. That man's name was Kijana Carter. But if we fast forward, go to players who are playing now. One person, and and man, this is again just this is all fantasy talk, really. Is Corey Davis? Every year since he's been a rookie, I've either drafted him or picked him up, and it's just not worked out. And now he's on the Jets with what seems to be a very good quarterback or potential to be a very good quarterback. So I wish him well. I truly do. But I don't think I could ever draft him again or pick him up. <laughs> I just can't. That's a good one. But see, he's, he's a guy who still has potential. He does. He could still do it. He does. But I don't think I can bring myself to hit the button and, and pick him up or draft him. I just, I mean, maybe, maybe but probably not. <laughs> All right. I, I got another name for you. Okay. A guy, a guy at running back. Uh-huh. He's young enough, and he's currently not on anyone's team. I don't even know if he worked out for anyone this offseason. Who has hurt my feelings <laughs> multiple seasons is Todd Gurley. Oh, dun, dun. I'm Sad. offended. My feelings were hurt. <laughs> I did not like what he done. He had done for me, and Todd Gurley is on my list. <clears throat> All right, that's a good one. Another one for me from last year, like. I really thought this guy, he I thought he was gonna have potential. He was on a new team. It did not work out. It was uh Devonta Freeman. Okay. And yeah. and surprisingly, not really, the Saints cut him yesterday. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. Talk about a guy who what did he have like a three year, four year career with Atlanta where yeah, he was really yeah. good? <clears throat> he has over four thousand yards rushing. Yeah, he yeah. had he had a run with them, and then that was it. Nothing else left. He had. Let's see. Let's look really quick. So he was a rookie in twenty fourteen. He only had sixty five attempts. Uh, he had two hundred forty eight yards. Twenty fifteen, he had a thousand fifty six yards, eleven touchdowns. Twenty sixteen, he had uh, ten seventy nine, eleven touchdowns. Then twenty seventeen, he had eight sixty five yards and seven touchdowns. And then 2018 was when it got bad because I think that's when he got hurt. He had 68 yards <laughs> on 14 attempts, 
I hope he was hurt. <laughs> in twenty nineteen, he had six fifty six with two touchdowns, and then that's twenty twenty is when he went to the Giants, and he had one hundred and seventy two yards rushing. Can you go back to his twenty seventeen season? Sure. Was that a good year? Uh, so he has one hundred ninety six attempts, eight hundred sixty five yards, seven touchdowns, and then he had uh, receiving. He had three hundred seventeen yards and one touchdown. That was his, so that was the his, that was his last good year, but he started to slip from his previous seasons by that, about two hundred yards. Yes, yes. Twenty sixteen was the uh, Super Bowl, and the Patriots broke them. Yeah. So thanks, thanks for breaking and, everyone on that uh, team. Appreciate it. You're That's Cinch's fault again, so everyone knows. And hey, just on that subject, brings us to my next player on my list. <laughs> Julio Jones. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, Julio. Julio. How many first round picks did I waste on this guy? Second round picks. At least where six. he just he just did nothing. I mean, it's like he's so good. All the experts say he's a top five, top seven player. And he gets on my team and it's like, I don't know, six <laughs> catches, 72 yards, no touchdowns. It's like, oh, what is that? <laughs> Julio. Oh, Julio. Let's see. Who else? I'm trying to see. Because as we, since I were talking before, it's really easy to forget the people that don't do well, unless it's like horribly, you know, horribly bad. <laughs> uh, we could throw out Mike Evans. We talk about him every year. We do. My, and it, again, that's, it's just really consistency. I think, I think Brady made him better. Um, but yeah. Well, watch out. You don't want Mike Evans this year because last year Brady made him better by throwing the ball to him in the end zone. The right. only thing that saved Evans last year was his touchdowns because otherwise none of his numbers were good. What did he have last year? Like stat. I don't have it in front of me. Let's see. Um, I think he they they threw him the ball to get him a thousand yards in the last game when they had a big lead. And they kept him out there, mm-hmm. and he just went over a thousand. He might have like a thousand five yards. Uh, let's see. Last year he had seventy receptions. He had one thousand six yards, and then thirteen touchdowns. Yes, I. You know he's not a bust. He's not the forty fifth ranked receiver, but he's a guy that'll never be on my team because I can't take him in the fifth round. Or the sixth round. So someone will always take him before I will. Right. Another guy like that who I've had in the past who I'll never have again is Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, really? Is that because of that his injury? Guy, or is that just because of him? I didn't uh, I didn't have him his rookie year. Okay. I had him his second season. And this is because you're I a can't... Patriot fan. Because you know. No, what, okay. what do I care? He was never a Patriot. <laughs> Well, I mean the Joel Giants thing. But... I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> so Odell had a great catch, a great one-handed reaching back over his head catch in a game that his team lost. Right. And in the bottom line is winning. Who cares about the losers? So he got on my team because I saw all that talent, all that ability, and he made my team a loser. So my feelings were hurt. I was very, very <laughs> offended. Let's see who else. Who 
Sheffield. And uh, well, I think everyone knows how you know we're not going to draft uh, David Johnson. Just <laughs> oh, that well, that guy's the captain on your team. No, yeah, <laughs> of course, that's not going to happen. Uh, who else? I I imagine like a... David Johnson in the pool, and then he hears you say, <laughs> "We'll never draft him," and he jumps out of the pool. That's what I imagine. <laughs> that's what happened. That's that's what happened. And clearly, because he jumped out of the pool, he had the best season ever. Not really. <laughs> uh, who else was there? Anyone that stands out? You thought of more people than I did. So is there anyone else on your list? I, I could throw out a name. Yeah, go ahead. Do it. Here, Here's a guy that in one season, I picked him up like three days before the season started. And he had a really good year. I'm talking about James Conner. You yep. had Bell with the holdout. I was able to pick him up. He was the number one guy. So that was his first year. His right. second year, uh, if he wasn't hurt, he was getting 20 rushes for 68 yards. Uh, no way. No way, no how. I'm done. No more James Conner. You're, you're just not even going to give it a try. I won't. He He could stay out there forever. I'm not drafting him. Uh, and I'll just throw. Yeah. I have... Two tight ends on my yeah. list. Two guys that have hurt my feelings. <laughs> Evan Ingram. Evan yeah, Ingram yep. has so much one. talent. So much talent. And he's hurt again, by the way. He's got a calf injury. Wow, really? Yes. Oh, he I left did not hear that the one. last the last preseason game. He left with a calf injury. He's two weeks before opening day. Calf injuries do not go away. I would expect him to miss probably the first two games of the season. Hmm. And the last guy that I had is someone who I think he's retired by now. He, <laughs> he hung around for a while. He had a great couple of years in New Orleans, and then he faded away. I'm talking about Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham, man, that guy, everywhere he went, it was like, okay, great. He's with this guy. He's going to be good. He was never good enough. He hurt my feelings. Hmm. Yeah, no, no, Jimmy Graham. Like, Jimmy Graham was good, and then he, he think he got hurt, and then he got traded, and then or he, you know, went to a different team. I don't know if he got traded, but then it just kind of went downhill from there. Because he wound up Don't on, defend him. He wound don't up give him on, excuses. <laughs> he wound up on um, Green Bay after New Orleans, right? Uh, he went to Seattle, and then he went to Green Bay. Oh, okay. Or Green Bay and then Seattle. Okay. Either way, either way. Not good enough. Not good. So actually, here's the, here's the question: Has there ever been a quarterback that you were just like, "Why? Why did I draft you?" You know, there was. I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> it hurts my feelings more than anything else uh-huh. <laughs> because when it's your quarterback and you're watching your team, oh well, yeah, you, yeah, you want your fantasy quarterback to just be great, and you don't care if that team wins, but. Right. I had Tom Brady for many years where he was good, but for fantasy, he was never quite it uh, way, way back when, you know, like 15 years ago, he, he was one of the top two every year or one of the top five. I don't want to say top two. He was a top five fantasy quarterback every year, about 15 years ago. But then he would drop off to like the eighth best or the ninth or the 10th or I mean, last year, I think I ranked him right around 10 or 11, and he was a little bit better. 
So yeah, that's who jumps to mind. Other than Andrew Luck quitting on me, Twitter. <laughs> yeah, mine's last year. I mean, I had I had Goff last year, and it was very hit or miss for me. <laughs> He's on Detroit now. I don't think I could do it this season. Don't think I can do well, it. It's... I could. Uh, no, I can't. Maybe a backup. It's, no, it's Detroit though. <laughs> There's got to be someone with a better offense than Detroit. Uh, I mean, there has to be. Actually, well, honestly, I would probably take Stafford over Goff. If you know, you're making me pick it, between the two. Well, if you're saying it that way, you won't get Stafford because there are many people that are very high on Stafford. He's uh, I think he's with the super right. Co- I think he's with the right coach. He, I feel like he has a lot more receivers or, or weapons this season on the Rams. So I think we can have we can definitely have a classic Matthew Stafford or John Stafford as a, what is his real first name. Um, very good, <laughs> like six thousand yard season out of him, I, and I would not be shocked. Well, I think it's just the coach's mindset that we're going to pass it a lot, and that's yeah. a big thing because you, you're not going to get yards if you're running it. Right. So. He's in a very good spot. Uh, how about where, where are you on Gus Edwards? Because he's been ranked, I don't know, he was ranked like a, an afterthought, and then with Dobbins out, now he's ranked high. What do you think? Is he a guy you'll draft to be your number one? No, no. Maybe a, so, a bye week fill-in, but I think with Dobbins oh, gone, so I was always a big Dobbins fan because I played uh, college fantasy football, so I was a big fan of his. He's very talented, but with the Ravens and Lamar, I don't. I think they're going to lean more on Lamar running, which is going to make me kind of wary of drafting Lamar because I just think it's going to up his injury chances. Uh, so I don't think Gus is going to see the same workload that Dobbins did or would. So you're saying going into the season with two starting running backs, you would not want Gus Edwards to be one. Mm, no, maybe an optional flex depending on the week, but not. Wow. I don't think I'd put harsh, harsh grade. <clears throat> hey, it's, that's just how I see it. You know, I could, I could be wrong. I, I, I'm not knocking you. I'm just saying it's a harsh grade. It is. I just just by going how the Ravens operate, I can just see them leaning more on Lamar running with Dobbins gone. Okay. Actually, let's see. And well, then... I don't know. Actually, I don't know who else is. Let's see. Let's see. Ravens. Well, they have I don't Justice know. I don't Hill. know who their other. Um... They have Justice Hill, and then they yeah. have a rookie that it's uh, his name's Ty something Sun. like Trayvon. It's Ty Son Williams. Okay, and uh, supposedly they they like him. He's in the best shape of his career. Right, he's ready to go. <laughs> right, so you know I can see them doing more running back by committee. Now would not be would not be surprised. Okay. And they have and one, two, they have four people on IR. Wow. On offense. Hmm. What were we going to say? Uh, well, I was just going to move on to my next question. Sure, go ahead. And I, I was going to try not to hurt my shoulder, patting myself on the back. <laughs> so uh, Sony Michelle got traded, like I <laughs> predicted about a month ago. Mm-hmm. So my question to you, so now Sony is in a high-powered offense with the Rams. Yep. And it it looks like he's going to be the the starter. They have him and Darrell Henderson. Is he so, still hurt? Didn't he still? Didn't he hurt his? He hurt his yes. hand. 
He hurt it. Yeah, his thumb, I think. He's always hurt. I think that's why they went out and got somebody else. True. So my question is, uh, Sony being on the Rams, you've got to bump him up from where he was on the Patriots. So yes. what do you think? Where where would you put Sony in not not necessarily a number ranking, but would you want to have him as one of your top two starters? I would definitely consider him more than I would Gus Edwards being on being on the okay. Rams offense. Yes. Now in now this is a question for you, Mr. Patriot fan. Was he was he more <laughs> of a receive was he a receiving running back? Not at all. He he could do that. But again, he played with Cam Newton. Cam did not throw to the running backs at all. No, because they're, they're James, not Christian McCaffrey. James White <laughs> disappeared last year because of that. I think you could look for James White to have a little bit of a boost this year with a quarterback, a rookie quarterback, and White is on the field for third down. I think he's going to be probably the number one target on third down. Mm-hmm. So keep James White in your mind as a late, late pickup in a draft. Um I think Michelle could do it. They they threw it to him in the preseason to show, look, he could catch the ball. Uh, he had four catches in his last preseason game with the Patriots. He went four for four. So he could do it, right. but he hasn't done it in the pros yet. Hmm. All right. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, any other fancy topics you, uh, you want to touch on today? Um, just, uh, just to say... It's time to start looking at DFS. I mean, yes. this weekend coming up, this weekend coming up, there will be a lot of drafting. It's really the last time you could draft because next Thursday is the start of the season. True. But it's time to start looking at DFS. And this could be a streaming for a regular full league question, or it could just be a DFS question. Sure. Is it is it too soon to start saying, okay, well, whoever's playing the Texans, I got to pick up that defense <laughs> and I want to use the quarterback against the Texans this week. What do you think? No, I think you should. The schedule is a huge, and now in week one, week two, it is a little more difficult because, you know, you really have to see how people are playing, but it's never too soon to look at schedule, especially with a lot of leagues that I'm in. They've actually because you know, because we have an extra game this season, and then you know, going forward, uh, a lot of leagues are upping the playoff time frame, so they're upping mm-hmm. the playoffs to start another week, or they're adding in extra teams to the play, like two more teams to the playoffs. So it is not a bad idea to say, "Hey, let me look at the schedule of who's playing who." You know, week fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen, because those weeks, and, and, those weeks are going to matter. Now. Well, and seventeen, depending on the league. I know one, like one league I'm in, they're doing the playoffs. Um, they're stopping it. It's gonna be. It's gonna go from fourteen, fifteen to sixteen. So they're not gonna. We're not gonna play seventeenth week. Wow, that so, kind of stinks. It does. You know what it I does. But I understand the logic behind it. Where, you know, week seventeen is kind of be kind of a bust week fantasy wise, only because well, season long fantasy. Well, you got eighteen weeks now, though. You do. So with 18 weeks, 17 is similar to what 16 weeks was in the 17 week season. Right. So, well, well, you know, we'll see, we'll see how it works out, but yeah. You know what I've heard, but I haven't seen in any of the leagues I'm in. Mm -hmm. I thought this was a great idea Mm -hmm. instead of adding playoff teams or adding a game in the regular season. How many times have you lost a game 
or even won a game where it was really fluky. Like your team, your team's yeah, way won, better. I've than won this. games because of a kicker. <laughs> well, the idea that I heard that I really liked mm-hmm. week 16 and week 17 are the championship game. So you're combining the scores from two weeks in a row. So what do you think of that idea? Huh? No, wait, say that one more time so I can see it in my head. Well, the championship game yep. isn't just week 17. The champion, the playoffs would be what they have been in the past. Okay. So you got to figure playoffs would be 14 and 15. And in the past, the championship game would be week 16. But now they added a week. So we have 18 regular season weeks. So, or, you know, in the NFL, there are. So the fantasy Super Bowl is week 16 and week 17 combined. Mm-hmm. So you play the same person. It's not like I won the first game and he won the second game. It's one game. Hmm. Interesting. That could. I like that. That could work. That could work depending on the league. But yeah. Hmm. I can definitely see that. All right. Here's another fancy question before we we go because we've almost been at an hour. Uh, who was the first person you ever drafted when you started playing fantasy oh, football? That's easy. Tom Brady. Tom Brady was your first pick ever, huh? I, I have an ability to pick them out. I picked out the greatest of all time with my first ever pick. Oh, God. why did I go here? I should have dropped the pen. <laughs> well, back then it was a pencil and paper. I should yep. have dropped the pencil and walked away. <laughs> do, you, do you remember your yeah. first pick? My first pick was also a quarterback. And I remember this because I was sitting next to um, Britt in John's Jamam apart, John's mom's apartment uh my first pick was warren moon well that's a good pick yeah warren moon was a very good quarterback and And a really good fantasy quarterback yeah no he he definitely was that's back when that was before running backs became the you know the holy grail of fantasy i guess but yeah that was the jerry jerry glanville run and gun yep exactly with his giant cowboy hat (laughs) Mm mm-hmm he would leave tickets for Elvis at every game. True story. Really? Yeah. Oh, you never I, heard I, that? No, Absolutely. I did not. I mean, I remember the Oilers theme song, or fight song, rather. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I an, anyone who's heard it remembers that song. <laughs> I, no, it gets it gets stuck in your head, and then you can't. You just have to keep in drinking fact, until it goes away. <laughs> right now, listening to this, there are people that are going, Houston Oilers, Houston Oilers. They know. They know what I'm they talking about. They know. I wonder. I, I'm all... Uh, you know what? I'll try to put a little board in case people want to hear it. But really, folks, <laughs> every football team has a theme song. Some are better than others. But the Houston Oilers, classic. Uh, but no, yes. I, did, I did not know that about Elvis and the tickets. Yes, Jerry Glanville would leave two tickets for Elvis at every game. And they were never claimed. Oh, sad. Yeah. yeah. Elvis is gone. Is he? Is he really? He's never really gone. Yeah, he's gone. But hey, you know what? His his sandwiches are pretty good. No, no, yeah, they're, they're amazing. I love <laughs> no. them. They are an you amazing thing. And if no one knows what that is, it is two slices of bread or toast with peanut butter, banana, bacon, and then sometimes honey. It is amazing. It's an amazing just, sandwich. No. Yes, it's an amazing sandwich. I just... Um, I, what okay? What part of it? What part of it doesn't? I don't know. What part of it throws it off for you? Well, you know, it's like all of these things are are good. 
on their own. You just can't put them all together. Oh, okay. So you're you're just upset with the combination of them, well, not I mean, the actual it, things in the sandwich. You, you don't you don't put a scoop of ice cream on top of a piece of pizza because you like ice cream and you like pizza. You eat them separate. They don't go together. Well, that case, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But then again, I, well, you know, I know people that dip pizza in like ranch dressing. That seems really weird to me. So me too. I'm, I'm writing your name down right now. You're writing you are on my you're on my podcast list of podcasters who have offended me. You're gonna be like Chris Jericho and making a list. You are on my list of one. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, so that pretty much wraps up this because we are we are out of time. Cinch, thank you so much for joining me this week. Um, Britt had a draft this week. We all have drafts this week. And if anyone's listening to this, I'm going to keep posting this on Twitter, and I've opened it up online, but I started another uh, fantasy league. You can play the podcasters, at least the ones that have joined it. Sean, who is not. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it's free. We use the NFL app because I really like the interface with it. And yeah, you know what? Join it. It's free. Play. Why not? We're all in like five leagues, so I don't want to hear an excuse. Oh, I'm in two leagues. I can't. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Stop it. Stop. Sean is going to join. He's I just ranking know. his top 200 running backs. He, he like, hasn't had a chance. Over and over again. Just over and over well, again. Well, it, it changes every day. Things happen. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you. Thank you again, Cinch. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you for asking. Oh, well. And thank you for doing the intro. That was an amazing job. Thank and then, you very much. I'd like to uh, yeah. take this time to say hi, Deb. Oh, that's right. And, I'm sorry. What is your final thoughts, sir? I totally forgot. I, well, I got into the my, peanut butter sandwich, and then I, I lost track just of everything. Distracted. I'm sorry. So what's your what's your final thought? Ah, Well, you know, final thought, get ready for DFS. Most of the drafting is done. We have a draft coming up. Uh, here's, a, here's a quick thought. Sure. Don't drink too much. While drafting. Or at least not in the first couple of rounds. <laughs> I, w- I was in a draft with a good friend who had one too many. And on the drive home, he said, oh, man, I don't know what I did. Why did I take that guy? Well, the reason was he had one too many. And it was J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> well, he let Kyler Murray slip through his hands and didn't draft him. And oh. ended up ended up weak at quarterback. And, you know. Oh. Well, you know what? There's 32 quarterbacks. That's right. So, so that's about it for final thought. Nice. And, and one final hello. Yeah. Carmine, Carmine. I hope the draft went well. Drop, yeah. drop us a, a a text there. Drop us an, a a Twitter, a tweet, a tweet. Tweet us. Message us. Tweet at us. Join the league. I sent you the invite. Send us a message. Yes, absolutely. So um, there you go. There you go. Uh, my final thought is just the same kind of long, same kind of long, same thoughts. Along same as cinch. Sorry, I am still thinking about that sandwich because they're so amazing. <laughs> He's um, got peanut butter stuck in his mouth. <laughs> I don't have any bananas. Um, yeah, so my final thought is, you know, there's drafts coming up. You know, don't don't go crazy. Enjoy yourselves. DFS is right around the corner. Literally, it's a week away, and it's kind of crazy because it seems like a week ago I was putting in the sad music for Britt when he came back to the podcast after the chiefs lost. So it's totally insane, even with COVID and everything going on, that how fast this goes by. So thank you for being along this ride. We appreciate it. 
And then please, you know, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us at fignutsdfs.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, the podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, PlayerFed, Google, Audible. Actually, anywhere you can find a podcast, we're probably there. We're ranked in Canada again, so thank you. And we Go Canada. It. Go Canada. We appreciate it. See, because I got to go to hey. Canada to get syrup for my sandwich. See? Uh, how's it going, eh? <laughs> and with that, thank you, everyone. My name is Craig. I am Cinch. And we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Mm-hmm.